on page Kuf Samach Vav, Bayom Da'akecha, Taivus. Taivus, Ruch Hashem, Ruch Hashem. Like we were learning last week, the Baruch Mosah said Taivus. Our job is that our Taivus should be the same as his Taivus. That's what we're talking about. See, we're actually up to footnote Reish Ayin Aleph. Reish Ayin Aleph. All of that's going on the little Hakdama that we were learning last day of Shabbos. Reish Ayin Aleph, footnote, on page Kuf Samach Vav. We're, we're learning here in this in this Maimer, the Mahalacha of the Baal Shem, the Tony Baal Shem, on being Mizgaber, and how to deal with not only to not only to contend with our Taivas, but how to use our Taivas in a constructive way. Something that we've been learning about for many, many years. He saw is that even if a person is even a person is learning and is and is, is davening. Thanks. Even a person is learning and davening. He's, he's on the program. But if he is somebody that's nimshach achre hagashmias, now nimshach achre hagashmias doesn't mean that he uh, he he enjoys a, a meal or a good night's sleep. Nimshach achre hagashmias means that he's a mogushim dikemensh. Others that he's shakua. In, he's uh, immersed in in Gashmias. He's nimshach ha Gashmias. Libo nase rachok. When a person is when a person is uh, overly overly consumed, overly involved with with this world, then the heart begins to stray. Vein haomid bekeshem Hashem is One cannot really succeed in keeping those two things, uh, th- those two parts of himself, entirely uh, uh, healthy at the same time. And as the Chavos Lovis would bring all this for him, say, in other words, if you, if if your intention is to be somebody that's that is that is filled with gashmias, and and very very much. Um, Bound to Gashmi is, and you want to be somebody that at the same time, thank you, you enjoy. <laughs> but at the same time, is is on fire with Vekas Basham, Zilaholech. It doesn't it doesn't go together. Not because it's not nice, it just doesn't go. Zilaholech. It's also an Indian of Kishazakam, Zenoifel. When one is doing very, very well, the other one is the other one is not important to you. It's just as not important. In the you know, every, nowadays every single food has to have it has to have a label with all of the inyanim that are going on in there. You, know, you have to be uh, like a chemist to understand. Anyway, probably most of it's not even true, but uh, it says on the, all the labels about this calories and the how many of the energy and the protein effect, all of the stuff that has on the back. You know, there's one of, what, what is the, what's the hidden, what's the hidden content of this Michael, of this food that you're eating? If there would be, it would be possible to have, you know, the klipas that, that would be, you know, if it would also have the ruchniestik content, the klipas, there's a thickness that comes with, with overindulging. Again, not talking about normal, healthy eating the, the Shem Shemaim like we learned at the beginning of this Eifer. 
Gormum lenishmasu shlo targish is mesikus haruchnius. If you're too caught up in the mesikus, in the sweetness of of uh, in the sweetness of, I'm just using the taiva of achila as an example, but there are other taivas, of course, as well. But if you're too caught up in that sweetness of the taivas, so then you 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 lose your you lose your taste for the sweetness of Yiddishkeit. You just lose your taste. You lose that sweetness of Yiddishkeit. So for that momentary pleasure, for that pleasure of that Masikus, you could lose the whole Eichus, the quality, the whole quality of your Avodah Hashem could be, could be lost. Depending upon to what degree you're indulging in Taivas. And how much of that uh, momentary sweetness you 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 uh, you want, and you you're uh, you're allowing yourself, you could fall altogether, Khalil into the into the klipas altogether. and of course, in a positive way, it's much more kasha. When a person is miskadesh, when he lives a life of kedusha, and he's misgab, and the life of his his garbage again. Remember, we're not talking here about fasting or anything like that. But a life of Kedusha and his Gabras. As I miss Karel Hashem's then he was a Kli for his Karvas. He's a Kli to be close to Hashem. So you could feel, you could you begin to feel the Ruchnius. You could feel the Ruchnius. And you're able to experience that tanuk, that deep pleasure, that joy of kirvas alakim, of closeness to Hashem. Kirvas alakim litoiv. Vishdod Malach said, Kirvas alakim litoiv. This is the tov of my life. Kirvas alakim. Umimela chayev bechol and yonim misroimim. And this person's life, and everything, becomes elevated. His davening, his learning, everything ascends to a higher level. You can't even compare to the person who's Shaku and Gashmi, is Taivas. And again, we're talking about somebody who's, who's Shaku, who's in Taivas, but is davening and learning, is Shama Shabbos and Shama Misses and so on. You can't compare the two people. They can't, you can't compare one to the other. And the purpose of this mime is to understand the chshivas of this. And when a person understands the chshivas, when a person begins to, to think about this and realize this, it, it helps him to have more kaiches, lama b'nisayin, to be stronger. We have to remember that when Hashem gives a person a Nisayin, a test, it's not that Hashem, it's not just that Hashem is checking him, that Hashem is testing him to see whether he can succeed. We we were also raised thinking like, you know, uh, that, that, that Akedah, the Akedah Yitzchak way of thinking, which we, we never understood Akedah Yitzchak either, what that means. And Hashem has to find out. Hashem doesn't know who we are. Elatama b'siyaita d'shmaya. 
with a test. That means HaKadosh Baruch Hu is on your case, as they say in the vernacular. It means HaShem Baruch is giving you an opportunity to make yourself into somebody greater. It's not, it's not to a, an examination. It's not, a, it's not midterms. It's not finals. It's, not, it's an opportunity to become greater, to become stronger. That's what an Nisayin is. El Atomun Bezesyayat HaDishmayu Umafteach Godl Ma'od It's a key. Shayodu Huyochel Achshav Liska Ismayat And Nisayin is, it's hard, but you know, the most important things in life are hard. And it's a Nisayin. The Nisayin is an opportunity to be Zaychet to something much, much greater. To make yourself to a person that's, that's much greater, much bigger than, than before. That's what Nisayin is. When a person looks at it that, in that way, as a message of love from Hashem, not oh, Hashem is just giving me the, a hard time. Oh, my Nisayin is Hashem is giving me such a hard time. He's just, <laughs> just bothering me. And, and Why is he putting me through this? All these, all these the shyness of, of, of negativity. No, Akash Baruch Hu. Akash Baruch Hu is, is like, like Chazal say that Hashem only Hashem only uh, tests, gives an Yisrael, or Hashem only uh, uh, works with a Kli, of the Kli, of the Kli is a Kli that, that can handle it. And Hashem, and Hashem gives us these Nisyanas of life, that doesn't mean that they're easy, it doesn't mean that they're pleasant. Whatever the challenges are with kids, with marriage, with, with Taivas, so to be Zorchit is something greater. The male when a person is zayichet to fight and to be misgaber, zayichet lahamshech shefa atzum beruchnius of agashmis. He's zayichet to draw down the tremendous shefa of ruchnius through that his garbus, which we're going to learn more about in the Mimer. The etzem his garbus when a person is victorious in that melchama against this particular taiva, and he succeeds to be mis- and he's misgaber in the nisayin. It it. It infuses him with a with a with a, a, a simcha. It infuses him with a koyach of kedusha. And all of us have, have felt that when we when we when we have that ruach of his garbage, we feel that in a very clear way. And when a person knows this, he experiences this, and he understands that. What he stand, what he understands what he's, what he can gain, the revach, the profit that comes, by being mezgaber, by being strong, in these tests. No senes That gives you more of a koch, more of a cheshek next time to be mezgaber. Gives you a koch and a cheshek to be mezgaber. Even if a person's record in the past hasn't been great, and he has failed many times. Kedailo It's still, of course, always Kedailo. To start now, Kitomet Psuchim of Because the gates of Tshuva are always open. Biyiskel Hidabik Bashem is Baruch Lishvaimim. And it could always be Mizdag Bashem to Lishvaimim and to become greater. Back on top on page Kuf Samozayim, Lachain Chover Lenel, so now we're going to learn again in the Nusach of the Balsham Tov HaKadosh the Avoda of His Garbos HaLatayim Ki Bevada Gam Bedor Shalano Ev Shalaz Gaber 
unlike what many people think, that in our generation it's impossible to miscaber, that Hashem has that Hashem has brought down to the world such things that it's impossible for a person to miscaber. And many of the speeches that are out there nowadays give a, you know this this these predictions of uh, gloom and doom that that, that the, our generation has in the Sion is that to, you know that how could one be misgaber? How could it's, it's in the Sionis of our generation? The only thing you could do is to try to destroy the Nisyanis. This has never succeeded in, in all of history in every generation. you know, I'm not talking about anti-Semites. That's something else. But Nisyanis in every generation, they're Nisyanis. A hundred years ago, so whatever communism, socialism, there's always going to be Nisyanis. So whenever a person thinks that the way to the way to deal with Nisyanis is to remove them from the world, that never works. Because there's always going to be Nisyanis. And now you can't remove them from the world. Each person in his life is always going to have Nisyanis. Whether it's Nisyan in different midas of Kaz, or Zvizas, or Nisyan with Taivas, you can't get rid of the Taivas. Like I've, I've joked very often over the years, it's a, it's a joke, but like, you know, like any, any uh, good joke, there's a Nakuda of, of seriousness. And it's that, that, yes, it would be very, very nice if all of the Nakavas could be could be put on a boat and, and taken away someplace, and then the guys would have no more Nisyanis with the Nekavis. That's not going to happen. The Nekavis are around. Well, Hashem, that's what life is. And a person has to go to work, so they say, no, when you can't go to work because at work they're Nisyanis. So this is, I've heard this many times, this this Nusa. That uh, that the that being at work is 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 not proper for a, a Eurasia mind because because it's filled with Nisyanis. Okay, you know, don't 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 work on Broadway or in Hollywood or something like that, and and we try as much as possible if one can be in a kosher environment. Nowadays, a lot of people can work from home. If it's possible to be in a good environment, that's that's wonderful. But when was there ever such a a, a, a mahalach that? Uh, you know, like the Tevi shouldn't go around delivering milk because he, who knows who he's going to, you know, this, this, this lady's going to come out from the house and say, good morning, Tevi, good morning, Tevi. So Tevi says, I can't, comes back and says to Goldie, I'm sorry, honey, I can't go collect uh, milk. I, mean, I can't give out milk anymore, you know. This shyness. <laughs> can you imagine what Goldie would have done to him? <laughs> yeah, she would have dropped a cow on his head. <laughs> I can't. This shyness, you're going to have to go to work. I can't. Too many shyness out there. It's a... It's a Bad world. It's a dangerous world. I can't go to work. When was there ever such a mal- so the terrorists? When, they, when you asked that terrorists, that the world was never so disgusting like it is now. It's not true. Every generation that feels that Indian of disgust the same way we feel our disgust now. That's just how it is. But uh, fifty years ago, I remember I mentioned many times my father would say when he came when he got off the boat he came to America. He said, that people are not dressed here nice. He couldn't believe it. So what did that mean in, in 1948, how people were dressed in Manhattan? So what did it mean? Sometimes they wore a shorter sleeve. I mean, what did it mean in 1948? Uh, if you look at the movies from 1948, and there they're, they're making the, the movies. They want to make it as exciting as possible. What was 1948 on the street in Manhattan? Was, compared to now, it's a joke, right? But for them, in that time, it was seen as something which is horrible. How could they dress like that? Were they dressed? Were they walking around over here? I told you my father said that when the first day he got off the boat, he said he, there was a lady that was walking a little dog, and the dog had a sweater on. So my father said to his brother, some other places place is that people don't get dressed, and the, and the dogs are dressed. <laughs> <laughs> my father told me, what that, he said, a dog has a sweater. He couldn't believe it. 
He says, we couldn't, we couldn't afford, uh, we all, the brothers shared the same jacket to go outside. And he says, and the dog has a game. He goes with a sweater, the dog. So they didn't have Nisayin. He said, there was Nisayin. Every generation. So there's this makshava that I'm going to, I'm not going to have Nisayin. Not because I'm going to be misguided. I'm going to eliminate them. Because they won't be in my life. It's a lahalachka. It never, uh, that way of thinking never works. And it never makes you into a, into a gavarabba, into a person, into a, never works. Yeah, it's true. We try, listen, the, the alcoholic, the former alcoholic, he, stay away from Kiddush, stay away from, uh, stay away from uh, Shalom Zohar. You know, you try your best. Uh, that's fine. You should stay away from the drink. Uh, stay away from the type of, we one should of course try one's best to stay away from all the things that are not that are that are pulling of course but to think that you're going to never confront that again it's not going to happen you're not going to have somebody so you're not going to go to anybody's vart or something and, and someone says do you want to have a lechaim and you're not going to be able to say no you say well I tried to avoid the schnapps for the last three weeks I didn't go to a kiddush I didn't go to a shalom zacher but you're my best friend I had to go to your vart and you offer me a lechaim so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back into the alcohol, and you know, twelve steps here I come. What do you mean? He's gonna offer you a lechaim, and you know what the answer has to be? No, I love you, lechaim, lechaim. But take a ginger ale, lechaim, toy melisha. But to think there's not gonna be any alcohol at the at the at the lechaim, the lechaim is lechaim because there's gonna be alcohol there. So you try, you try. It's not, it's good. Try to avoid it. Try to stay away. But then it's there, and when there are other there are other types of tayvus that benkach when it comes to eating. I mean, you have to eat, so there's going to be food. That means that there's food in the house. It means you have to be able to say no to the stuff in the cabinets and the refrigerator. What are you going to do? You going to tell your wife she shouldn't go shopping, shouldn't be any food in the house. She's going to have a, a, a Coke Zero sitting in the refrigerator. <laughs> this is us, and she wants to bring to the to the table, especially for the kids or this company. She wants to bring some designers. She wants to serve a nice, a nice meal, to have a nice dessert, and you're going to be upset. How could you do that? You know that I'm dieting. I'm such a baltaiva. What are you doing? You're bringing, the, you're bringing my biggest enemies to the table. She can say, "Where are we?" So you, you, you diet, but that doesn't mean the company and the kids can't have a piece of mazaynas. Yeah, but I can't say no. We have to get rid of all the mazaynas. No, you have to be able to be a strong person and to look at this piece of cake in the eyes and to say, "Love." That's called his garbage. And from that, no, comes a person becomes great. A person doesn't become great from, from hiding and running away. One could try that as much as possible. That's, that's okay. And, that we, and we, should, we should avoid, like the Gemara tells us, to avoid places and things that are, we know that it's Yashamayim, not to go to places, to stay away from bad places and situations that are, that, where the Nisiyanis are obvious. We try our best to stay away. But with delays, barrier in the world, things happen. So if you don't develop your muscles, if you don't develop a kach of his garbus and his conscious, so that you're bound to meet up with something that's going to that's going to that's going to be uh, an isayin, and if you never developed your kachis in the avod of his garbus, so then you, you lose, you lose. Now this is everything nowadays is how how children shouldn't have any nisyanis. They shouldn't have any nisyanis. This way, they want the 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 the, 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 uh, 
they won't have to. They won't have to be misgaber because they're never going to be. They're never going to be able to be misgaber. The whole the whole way of thinking now is not about his garbers. It's not about milchama. It's not about his garbers. It's about avoidance. It's not about his garbers. And since benkach or benkach, Baruch Hashem, life is much better than it used to be. So the milchamas, the, the the battles of life are very different than they used to be, in terms of just surviving. So our children are not being raised in a, as soldiers. They're, they're weak and frightened and vulnerable and fragile, pathetic little creatures that anything that comes their way, they can't handle. They fall apart. But anything that comes their way, if somebody disagrees with them, that's what's going on. There's no hiskarbis at all. There's no giburim at all. There's no gvur at all. No, it's, it's gabrus, to be misgabrus, to, to be a gever. To be a gever. To be able to say no. Or to be able to, or to, be able to hear somebody insult you. I have to say, it's a lot partly. You know, I don't care. It's the same Indian. But, uh, when it comes to kin, uh, taiva, covet, all these things. To, for a person to, to be a person of his gabrus. You have now uh, someone uh, tonight in Shul, and Yitzhak Shem is going to be a beautiful oilam, and invariably someone's going to take somebody's seat. And then you have a situation where a person says, well, I'm not going back to Shul, to a Shul like this. There's such a thing, like, you couldn't be misgabra on that. It's the Indian like that. You couldn't be misgabra. No, you have to go to another Shul. And you know that those people are the whole lives looking for different Shuls. Because there's always going to be somebody that sits in your seat. That's just how life is. Unless you're the rabbi, then, you have, then maybe you have your own seat. <laughs> no. Honestly, I couldn't care less. That's the truth. But someone sits in your seat. It happens in life. Someone sits in your seat. No, that's vas. No, that's vas. And then the other people didn't stand up for you. Oh, this is Stoyman Amaira. And then, and, then, and then you go looking, then you go looking for another shul. And then, then you're a big knocker over there and you have your own seat. And everybody's machabed you until, until they're not machabed you. Until someone says in your seat, and then the same thing like Eishkai, they just have a shine, and they're going to go to another shul. Unless you live in like, uh, you know, Louisville or something, Kentucky, and you only have one shul in town. Maybe there's more. I know, it could be this Chabad and a few shuls, I'm not saying. <laughs> but but then, you ha- then you run out of shuls. And you have no other shul to go to, so what are you going to do? So you don't go to shul. Is that what it is? You can't be misgaba, a shtickle COVID, a time for COVID. A time for COVID, where you, where you put yourself down, you can't... And a little less garbage of COVID, that this is something that, no, the answer is, I'm going to run away and go to a place where I'm not tested in this sugya of COVID. There's no test of COVID. Where's that? With the mechabit make his seder. Until they're not mechabit you. That always happens. That always happens. The only alternative is, is for you to be a big person. And when you're a big person, it makes no difference anywhere in the world where they're not mechabed. You, you couldn't care less. Because you're misgabra, and that whole nakuda, that whole Indian of, of, of kabbal like that is narishkai. It's such narishkai. But, but invariably, that's the, you're going to meet up with these things. The person's not mechabed you. And then, and then this guy, who, who already started off young, usually that's with older people, they need of kabbal. It's not just a type of, it's not a strong type by kids. The union of COVID is not strong. It's mostly by older people. <coughs> but these are, at every point in life, they're different in this and they're different types. By old people, the, the big the big sign is COVID. That's a very big sign, COVID. 
By younger people, it's the Taivas of the straw. Different Taivas, but the covet. If covet's a, a girl nefesh, the whole Indian of covet of where you sit and how people treat you and how they look up to you. <laughs> and this guy, you know, goes to his wife and, they, you know, I'm the king of the house over here. And this guy's pounding his chest like he's King Kong. And this whole thing is, you know, but it's going to happen to you in life. You're going to have these Nisiyanas. And the biggest ones are in your own house, not, not in shul. In your own house. Aleph. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so that's the sentence upstairs over there. And our generation, we could also discover. It's the same Torah. It's like we have from Rabbi Sadiqon. The Torah works in every generation. It works. You can't say, uh, last generation it worked for me, but it's, it can't work in this generation. This generation, the Nisyanists are too crazy. It can't work. That's, that's how it occurs. The Torah works. The Torah works in every generation. In every generation, the Torah works. You're not using it properly. But the Torah works in every generation. There's no such thing that doesn't work now. It used to work, and now it doesn't work. What do you mean? It means you're not learning it properly, you're not understanding it, and you're not using it properly. But if you understand it and you use it, the Torah will work in Tavsh and Pei Gimel. The Torah will work just fine. And everybody can be at Sadiq and Tavsh and Pei Gimel too. First, we have to understand what a taiva is. <coughs> Again, this is chazar this from, from, from most of us. We've spoken about this over the years, but to put everything into context. First, understand what is a taiva. What's this Indian of taivas? And all tachlis of taivas that has made us in such a way. When you understand something, then it's easier for you to deal with it. When you understand what a taiva is, then it's easier to, to, to contend with it. The koch of the seichel, of, of the mind, is, is very great. The mind is very strong. And when a person uses his mind, when he uses his mind effectively, he could, he could uh, deal with any nisyanis when a person uses his mind in the right way. Therefore, when the mind understands, the, the, the clearer it is to one's mind, this whole Indian of what a taiva is, when you understand what it is, so too, you'll have more of a kach to mizgaber. Look, if you have a, a, a little kid, and this little kid has seen, you know, some cartoons or some shows about monsters and scary things, so, so he, he lies there at night, you know, afraid under his blanket about monsters and so on. The more the kid understands that there's no such thing as monsters. There's no such thing. It's just a, it was just a, a show. It's nothing. There's no monsters. There's nothing. There are no ghosts or monsters. You have no ghosts in the room. The kid's scared about ghosts. There's no such thing as a ghost. It's a show that doesn't exist. So if, even for a little child, the more education he gets, the more his seichel understands that there is no there is no such thing as a ghost. It doesn't exist, a ghost. So the so then he'll be able to misgabra. And this pacha that he has, not being afraid of, of, of something that doesn't exist. So the seichel, understanding it in a clear way. 
So as we get older, there are other things that make us meshuggah, and if you, and, and they, they don't, and, and they, it doesn't really exist the way that we think that it exists, and you have to be magba the kaya hasaychum to understand that. Then you'll have more kach to be And we see this. In a, we see this in a very clear. There's a very cl- a good marshal for this to understand. Look at Reish Ayin Beis down at the bottom over there. Well, the marshal. Let's say a person is very tired. He's exhausted. He's totally wiped out. He has no kach for anything. So this guy is lying there. He's lying there. You know, he he had a very hard day, and he's he came back at the end, and it's. And he lies himself down, you know, like, like in a lounging chair in the backyard. And he's 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 finished. He's, he can't move, and his and his wife needs a lot of help. And the kids are screaming in the house, right? And and and, he, and the wife really is, is, could use his help. He says, "Honey, you know, it's the worst day of the year. I'm just exhausted." Now, guess what happens? All of a sudden, like a black bear shows up. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. All of a sudden, the guy has some kaiches, right? <laughs> If all of a sudden, if all of a sudden, like there's something scary, there's some sakana all of a sudden, it's amazing. All of a sudden, his big kaychas, guys, the guy's running like Jesse Owens. You heard of him? <laughs> so this guy, the guy, mamish can move. This guy can move. Where's the kaych of his garbage? Or if, if Khalil, he sees his, one of his kids in trouble. Hey. Goes like a lion, Mamish. He has a kach of his garbus. He was sure that he didn't have any kach to do anything that at that moment. He was wiped. He couldn't move. It's, it turns out it's not true. It's not true. I'm sorry. I have a problem with this because that's the same thing when Rabbi says nobody would ever buy Neilo and Yom Kippur think about any time. So these are one-off things. If a black bear comes. The adrenaline comes. You can only do this so many times. It doesn't always. Work. No, we can train ourselves to do it to do it much more often than we do it. I'm not saying always. I know it's very hard, but we can train ourselves to use this much more. You know, in my house, I was. This is one of these one of the words that my father didn't allow us to use. I was never allowed to say I'm tired. <laughs> From when I was little, my father said, "What do you say? What are you tired for?" He said, "You could." My father said, "You could say that you're sleepy." But you're tired from what? <laughs> like you, what are you tired from? What did you do that you're tired? Sometimes it would slip out from my mouth, you know, after school or after coming back from like, you know, four hours of uh, of uh, football or something. Oi, when I saw you meet, you know, I'm tired, I'm tired. My father said, what are you tired? What do you do that you're tired? And my father said, say better that you're sleepy. Don't say that you're tired. He hadn't any like that. <clears throat> You're right. Sometimes we feel like it's just not shy. But what we're learning is that we have many, many more times we could we could find that adrenaline inside of ourselves if we use the kachaseich. Many more times. Think of yourself like when it comes to learning, right? So t- so tonight's a long Friday night. So I'm having a little bit of a tissue tonight. Hope Hever will come. But, you know, he's sitting there. So, so last Friday night, so I'm looking forward the whole year to these Friday nights. 
And and so I was sitting there last Friday night, and I was I was Dafka by myself because my family all went to a family Shabbos in Brooklyn. I was by myself, and it was Mamish. I made Kiddush. I sang Zemir, as I said, the Dvar Torah wasn't so good, and, <laughs> and 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 it was by myself. And the whole thing was finished. Like I had this in my life. I love my family. Told me to be there, but it happens. I'm I so like this. And I was and and I was by myself. It must have been seven fifteen. Seven fifteen. I. I I, I didn't clean up. I, I put a little plastic tablecloth so I shouldn't have to clean up. You understand? <laughs> On top of the tablecloth. Yeah, rolled it up. It's a new sign to clean up. So, so I, and, and I'm there at 7.15. 7.15 on a Friday night. No phone calls, nothing. 7.15. So I opened the safe that I was, and I was looking the whole week. I'm looking forward to this. And by like a quarter to eight, I'm, I'm like this. <laughs> and I say to myself, Maisha, it's a quarter to eight. Where are you going? Like, what's going on? You're never going to sleep at a quarter to eight. Like, why are you doing that? You know how many times we could just, it's, it's demyoinus. So what, I'm tired? No, it's a certain Indian, the avira, and uh, there are other things that create this dimyon of, of exhaustion or of something that, that and he could say, no, I'm getting older, and I'm hopping out drill, you know, all these different things. There are ways that we're, we're talking about that a person can be misgaber. It doesn't have to be, Khalila, something dangerous. The marshal of danger, we understand because the adrenaline gets going. There's a chemical that I show. But, but we, could, we could get that chemical. It doesn't have to be a black bear or a scary <coughs> dog. We can get that going. Like if a person, if a person inside of his head, sees this as a sakana, not sakana to one's life, that's that's crazy, but as a lost opportunity, and something which is important to me. You see, I'm, my adrenaline gets going because my kid is important to me, and there's something that my and my kid fell off the swing, and that's important to me. So I jump off of my chair even though I, even though I was uh, tired because that's, my kid's important to me. So I jump off the chair because the kid fell off the swing, and I'm going there to help him. It's important to me. So one can increase the awareness of importance of this moment of Limina Torah. And that gets the adrenaline going. Not, not, not to be scared. That's just a marshal. But to increase and to intensify the chashivas. We can do that. To intensify the chashivas. To, to make it clear in our minds that this is something that this is so valuable. Don't, don't let yourself slip off into that world. And what are you going to do? You're going to go to sleep here at 8 o'clock and then you're going to... You know, it's, so to to be mechazik oneself and to get the adrenaline going, to you know, self-induced uh, you know release of adre- adrenaline without anything dangerous, we can do that. And 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 the avodah is an avodah of seich. Listen, if a, if a person we see from the kadmonim such as shyness, so you have somebody that's walking in the street and there's a woman that's walking and she's not dressed properly and. As an English Shemir Zainayim, right? So you don't see that as dangerous. But if you would see that as something that's just dangerous, not dangerous, physically dangerous, not in danger, but if you would understand that this is that you're endangering your Yerashamayim and you're endangering your whole Kedusha of a Jew by, by looking at something that's not right, to the extent that you understand that and, and the danger of that to you and the Shama becomes clearer, you can get your adrenaline going. You could, you could, I'm not saying it's, it's, it works all the time, but you can get the adrenaline going. You have to be mechazek, that awareness in your mind that this 
It's not just, what's the big deal, what happens, so every now and then you take a look at it. No, it's, it's dangerous. This is dangerous. This is harmful to my nisham. This is bad for me. The guy, so the guy can't stay away from the little l'chaim. The guy's been an alcoholic for his, his whole life. He finally is clean. And now he's gonna, he says a little bit of a l'chaim. That's dangerous. And to understand that it's dangerous. What do you mean it's just a little bit of a l'chaim? It's going to make my friend happy? It's dangerous. Or the guy that's addicted to something else. And it's just to look at a little bit of thing on the computer for a second. To, to, you know, I've been so good, so I'm going to take a little bit of a look. It's dangerous. It's not, danger is not only a black bear. You have, to, you, have to, you have to be able to understand that there are things that are dangerous to one's neshama and to strengthen that awareness of how dangerous it is to my neshama. But if a person doesn't know what the neshama is and his whole mahalach in life is just the way they talk here, the nusach of America, you know, that, uh, oh, what's so bad about it? So if you think about it, the main thing is he's not doing anything or the main thing is he's not hurting anybody. This is all a nusach of America, right? I'm not hurting anybody. And anyway, what's the idea to think about something? <coughs> you're finished. It doesn't work. One, a person has to say to oneself, no, this is a sakana, this is an isayin, this is, and, it's, and, it, and I have to be misgaber, and I'll do my best to be misgaber. So you have to have a, a, the proper mindset to see this moment as a, as, as a moment of opportunity, and you're, you're, being, you're, you're, you're being attacked by something that's, in, that's dangerous to you, and and understand that this is a danger to your home at seas in this world and the next world. Because the black bear can only hurt you in this world. The black bear is not harming you in the next world. But if Khalila you give in to some taiva, you're harming yourself in this world. And you're harming yourself in the next world. And if you don't think you're harming yourself in this world, but you're for sure harming yourself in the next world. So it's having that clarity of recognizing the the of recognizing the the danger and the opportunity. <coughs> so just in the bottom of there in Reishayin base, miad yim sabats mukarches lahatzel. So all of a sudden he finds he has the kach when he understands when he sees that this is something that's dangerous. Even though he was exhausted, he was so tired he couldn't move. All of a sudden he has all the kaches to to do whatever he has to do. The stories of people that were there facing in an accident on a shipwreck something. And what they were going through and the kaychas that people had at a time of a melchama, at a time of a war, the kaychas that people find in themselves. You remember, you remember the story from the Klausenberger's Chus I've told a number of times over the years, I'm sure you remember that, that, um, that after the melchama, after the war, he, he never let his gaboyim carry his gemaras and swarm for him. He used to come in to give a shia with a lot of swarm. And he, never, he, used, to, he used to push them away and he used to carry the swarm. And before the Muhammad, when he was a young a rabbi, when he was a young rabbi in Europe, he had the gaba carry this, and the gaba was carrying that, and he would walk in with his stick and like like a rabbi's go, and he went in, you know, into the Shia, and he didn't let them after the Muhammad. and he said, and, and the and the, the, the gaba said, what, what rabbi? So the, the rabbi said, during the Muhammad, the the yamach shemamdekis, they made me carry iron rails from from a train from railroads, and I had to carry uh, boulders, and I saw that I was able to carry them. That's what he said. And I, I, and I have to have people carry my Gemara around. It, it, it was his Gabras that, that he, he, was, he was relishing his Gabras in Kedusha because he saw 
that even though he thought that he was a, that perhaps he was like a weekly tzaddik, you know, that had learned uh, day and night, and he he wasn't a, he wasn't a strong person. He said, I found out by the Nazis. I I was talking. I had certain kaiches. I didn't know that I had, and I want to continue using them. That's all. I, I I will continue using them. I don't have to. You don't have to carry my gemara for me. I know how to carry my gemara. It's a great story. It's a simple story. But it's a great story, and without and he, he articulated it because of, you know because he was the Kosenberg. But but that's how Jews from earlier that we see Jews from an earlier time that because of the nisayis that they had even in Gashmias that they that they were when they, even when they got older they were gibar. There was a there was a gvura that, that now there's you know that, that it's not it's not uh, the same thing. There was a certain gvura because of the uh, circumstances of life, even if it wasn't the Holocaust, but this life was harder. And they, and, uh, and they were they were used to contending with difficulties. With, it wasn't, you know. Now, uh, uh, for a kid to go from from breakfast to recess is already ever. That stretch, like from nine o'clock to whatever ten thirty, or whatever, it is just like, how, what am I going to do? How am I going to manage this? What's going to be with me? And, and as adults, we're not much better. To go for an hour without a snack, what, how am I going to manage this? But they never had to go for for uh, two, three years without without eating, with eating grass. So how can I? How can I? How can I uh, be misgaber? But the earlier generations, thank God, we don't have these kind of nisyanis. But they were from an early age. These these were people that that, that were gibarim, and I see this with with the chaver nowadays with, with those kids that they <coughs> had to overcome certain inyanim. They had to fight against certain things, and they had to go through all kinds of service and with rehab and and, and that that they become very 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 strong people. They become gewaltige people, strong people. So uh, sometimes I'll get a call about a shidduch and something and the person will say, yeah, we heard that this guy went through a hard time. So that's not for our daughter, you know, if that's true, that he did go through a hard time. And I say, you know, I understand what's bothering you. I understand what you're worried about. You know, whether he's totally healthy and clean, I, I understand. But but I want you to know that the fact that he went through that doesn't make him less marriageable. It makes him more marriageable. If, if he's finished with it, not if he's still in it. That makes him more marriageable. It doesn't make him less marriageable. Uh, well, you want somebody for your daughter who never went through Nisyanus. Because your little girl, of course, never had Nisyanus. So you only want to get a guy that never had Nisyanus. We're going to find some boy that never had Nisyanus. Over the years, I've learned that the boys have Nisyanus. It's just whether you find out about him or not. <coughs> But the, he wants to, he wants for his daughter somebody that never had nisyanis. The ones who, are the, who make the best fathers and the uh, the best husbands are the ones who are misguided on the nisyanis. The ones who know how to overcome nisyanis and have dealt with nisyanis. Because if you haven't, even if the kid never had nisyanis when he was growing up, such a thing, that when he's married, he's for sure going to have it. Right after Shavuot, the nisyanis uh, got plenty of nisyanis all the time. And nobody ever said no to him in his life. And all of a sudden his wife said, no. <laughs> you said no to me? My mother never said no to me. <laughs> yeah, I said no to you. You're wrong. My mother never told me I was wrong. I was always right. No, I think you're wrong. 
Oh, he's already calling up his rabbi. He's going to Basling. You understand? It's finished. My wife said to him, What's the matter with you? Nobody ever said to you that you're wrong. You see it like this nowadays. And that's, what, that's the one that he wanted for his daughter. The one who never heard anybody tell him that he's wrong. Because he thought his daughter was also never going to tell the husband that she, he's wrong. But of course she is. And then everybody has to grow up in a perfect world. But that's not how it is. It's not how it is what it says in all the nice Jewish magazines. It's not, that's not real life. And, and then when you come to real life, so those people who are, who are they're battle-scarred. They were, they, 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 uh, they, were, they were in the war, but they won. Those are, the, those are the strongest people in the world. Those are the strongest people in the world. Again, I'm saying that in a general way, that one has to always be aware of, of inyanim and issues that could potentially be a problem. I'm not, I'm not going to any pratim. But just I'm talking about bichlal, that a person was, that a person was able to, to, to deal with his issues in life and to overcome them doesn't puzzle him up. I've had this conversation so many times with people. It doesn't puzzle this person up. It doesn't make him puzzles. He heard that there was, there was a year or two that he wasn't into learning and so on, and now he's not. <coughs> it doesn't puzzle him up. Just the opposite. He made himself into, into a great person. He, was, he over, was able to overcome things that were pulling him the other way. And that was his own decision. Things didn't go well, for, didn't go easily for him in life, and he became a great person. So what does that puzzle him up? That makes him into a more harsh of a person, not a less harsh of a person. That's... Uh, I don't know. That seems to be uh, obvious, but it's not so obvious. Everybody wants this should be without nisyanis. It's the same mahalach that that they want their they want their daughters. They want to marry their daughter to somebody that they're, that they're known nisyanis, and they want to make sure that my daughter has no nisyanis in life. That these kids are just going to have a, everything will be nice for them and good for them. Everything will be paid <laughs> for. Everything will be taken care of, and that doesn't make great people. That's just how it is. It never it's never worked. You don't make great people like that. Everything's taken care of. It just doesn't make great people. It, it, the likelihood is that it's going to make weak people, not great people. And that's why everybody's running away from Nisyanis, because since the Chavra is weak, so we have to try to keep them away from any Nisyanis. <coughs> that's why, that's why we, I've spoken about this so many times, that you have to make sure that there's, that there's nobody not from in your building, you know, in Yerushalayim or on your block, that your kids should never see anybody that's not from. Because who knows? Who knows? He, 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 who knows that this kid on the block... You know, he might be friendly with him, or even by watching this kid that's not from, it might influence my kid to be not from. I've heard these things. But forget about having like a, a sleepover. Yeah. Just any by association, if my kid sees that there's a hechet there's a to be a Jew, or to even be Orthodox, but not to be an our nusach of what we say is Orthodox, that might pull my kid off the dev. What did you produce? That's how weak your kid is? The answer is yes. Because now, even though when I was growing up and I was school, we had all different kinds of kids from all different backgrounds. I've told this to you many times. I had in my class, we were kids on Machali Shabbos, and I, I, we played. We were friends. My father said, don't eat over there. That was all. I was allowed to go to the house. I had a, I had a friend in Laurelton. You ever hear of Laurelton? Mm-hmm. There used to be a lot of Jews there. 
Rabbi Ramanik, where Allah Shalom was the rabbi over there, there was a shul, there was a, there was a lot of Jews, near, near where the Rebbe's buried, near the oil. And, and I had a friend in Laurelton, and, and we were very good friends. And, uh, and um, my father never discouraged us from being friends. He was, he, they weren't from. The parents wanted him to yeshiva, that they weren't from. And uh, very nice, he was a very nice boy, and he used to come, my father liked him, he used to come to our house, and he used to come for a Shabbos, and my father liked him. My father said, it was never an name, you just don't eat, don't, you know, be, be careful with what you eat, that's all. That was the only thing he said, be careful what you eat. No, that was it. And he told it to me once, it wasn't like every time before I went, did you eat with that? And I want to, I want, I'm going to put a, a camera that you have to take with you, and I'm going to, my father just said, you understand it, you're not so careful with it, so. And he also told me to try not to embarrass him. They whatever, but that was at one time. Again, there was the whole, the whole Indian was like that. And we all played together. And we had friends. And I had on my block. I told him many times I had Chinese friends on my block. The same thing. We were all good friends. My father said, "Don't go into the house. That's all. Don't go into their house because there's all kinds of bizarres in the house." Which I thought at one time I just went a little bit and I looked. It was scary that all kinds of they had talk about bizarres and stuff. But my father, my father just said, "Don't go into the house. You, you can't talk to the, to the kids. You can't play ball with them." But not anymore. No, 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 no. Because what? Because my kid might become not from from this other kid. And and there, I, I'm not saying this is not a problem. Akilu, there's no danger. But the reason that there, that why is that? Why is it that you that your kid can't talk to somebody that's not from? <coughs> Because it's an Esauian. Because this kid might say something that's not exactly the way that you taught the kid. And therefore what? Fafal. You're going to lose him. They're in this kind of life. Your kid's going to hear stuff that's not the way that he was taught. That's just how it is. As much as you're going to try to insulate and isolate, he's going he's to be exposed to stuff that, that's not what he was taught. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't develop the skills and the muscles to be able to contend with those things, that's when he's going to start going off. But you might not notice it right away. It might be while he's from and he's married, but inside of his head, or in things that he's doing on the side that his wife doesn't see, he's losing, because he's a a loser. Not God forbid from the beginning, but he was taught to be a loser because he was taught that he can't win. He can't win. You just have to avoid. It's all avoidance. It's not winning. It's never about winning. It's never about winning. It's always about avoiding. And just thought life, you can't avoid stuff. That's just how it is. So it's it's never about winning. It's never about being strong. It's about how to avoid. And avoidance is is something which is impossible. Okay, we'll continue.